0: This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Geek Girl Realty. Are you looking for that fortress of solitude or a cottage in the woods? Geek Girl Realty can help you out. Check them out at www.geekgirlrealty.com Dungeon Crawlers And welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Now, this episode's a little weird, uh, mainly because it's just me. Uh, no Scott, no Mackenzie, no Varen, it's just Daniel. So, yeah. Hopefully you enjoy this uh, episode and it's not too weird. It uh, definitely is weird for me after years of always having someone with me bantering behind the microphone. This episode, I don't really have that right now. And that's okay. Well, They'll be back soon. Anyways, so... With that said, we're going to talk about the DC animation releases of The Death of Superman and The Reign of the Superman. Now I don't know if any of you have actually read the comics, hopefully you have. Uh, They were released in the 90's, this was a huge deal because up to that point, Superman had never died, Superman had never come across a uh, villain that he could not defeat, and then in the pages of the comics, we see Superman sacrifice himself and die, you know, and since then, we've seen this in, uh, you know, Batman versus Superman, the movie. I honestly feel like that, in that movie, it wasn't as dramatic, um, as it was when this comic book released, and the world was stunned that DC Comics had killed Superman. You know, since then, you know, we've seen countless other uh, big superheroes die, we've seen Batman die, and, and so on and so forth. However, this just seemed to rock the world yeah, that they took out Superman. So. Let's fast forward a little bit. After the death of Superman, we had the Reign of the Superman comics coming out. We had several different individuals show up claiming to be Superman. We had still, We had Cyborg Superman. We had the Eradicator. We had Superboy. And people were wondering who the real Superman was because they all claimed to be Superman. The exception of Superboy uh, being, we knew that he was a clone, but he wanted to be the new Superman. Uh, and Henry Irons took up the mantle of Steel in honor of Superman because, well, let's face it, Superman's a pretty awesome character. Again. I'm a huge DC fan. I have been. It was one of the first comic book series that I ever read. Uh, I remember at 8 years old getting my very first Superman comic from a 7-Eleven. Me and my friend at the time, he was a huge Superman. He's the one that really introduced me in. Um, So Superman was my entry into the comic book world. Later to be followed by Spider-Man. So... This comic book series was really, really stunning to the world. So, let's jump to the videos. DC Animation has always done a fantastic job. This is where DC really, really gets it. Um, You know, Marvel has done some animated films. I don't think they're at the same quality we get when we watch a DC animated film. DC is still struggling, uh, but they are getting their feet under them with their movies. You know, Wonder Woman fantastic, Aquaman fantastic. I really feel like they're getting these characters down. I mean, for years Aquaman has kind of been the butt joke of the Justice League. We've seen the jokes about them in multiple different TV series. Even on Big Bang Theory, we see that. No, know, Raj, I don't want to be Aquaman. No one wants to be Aquaman. I mean, really, no one has wanted to be Aquaman until now. Jason Momoa has made Aquaman, in my opinion, a really badass character. I mean, it, he's made a character that everyone has found as a joke a viable character. I mean... I've always known Aquaman has been a really strong, solid character, because of the pressures his body can withstand, yeah, bullets don't pierce his skin, knives don't pierce his skin, they snap, they break, and we we even saw this in the Aquaman movie, which I think they did fantastic, because they showed that he is almost as um, invulnerable as Superman is, you know, and there has been a lot of kind of goofy things, like you can talk with fish, but we've seen how that works in the Aquaman movie to his greater effect. So, death of the Superman, or death of Superman, reign of the Superman, excuse me. As far as the animated film goes, I think they handled it very well. It was done very well. The voice acting was solid. With one exception, in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. If your opinion differs, that's okay. Rain Wilson, you know, Dwight from The Office, does not, in my opinion, make a very convincing Lex Luthor. I think this is the only weak point in the entire film. In both of them, actually. I just can't get behind him as Lex Luthor. He doesn't sound vicious enough. He doesn't sound menacing. He just sounds annoying and whiny, in my opinion. You know, Michael Rosenbaum is a fantastic Lex Luthor. I think he did a fantastic job in Smallville. Um, I, I could... Oh, I'm, I'm blanking the moment, but I think even Clancy Brown has voiced Lex Luthor, and he has done a fantastic job. I I just wish they would pin down a solid person to do the voice acting for Lex Luthor. It seems like he changes up a lot. You know, we've had Tim Daly as Superman. He's kind of been the epitome voice of Superman. Then we had Kevin Conroy as Batman. Um, In the newer stuff, they've had... uh, Oh, I'm blanking on the gentleman's name that has done the voice for Batman, but he played the father in the TV series Terra Nova. Uh, But we've pretty solidly had a defined voice for those characters, I mean, even Nathan Fillion has been the voice of the Green Lantern in most of the the Green Lantern animations. And uh, I really like that fact that we have kind of the same voice going forward. But Lex Luthor seems to constantly be changing and Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor just yeah, I couldn't I couldn't hold on to that. They did have to move really quickly through the the story. You know, in the comic books it was a huge massive deal. Doomsday was smashing through every superhero that was coming against him. This was a big big event. I mean, every DC hero was coming out and a lot of them were wiped out and they, they, you know, they got their butts kicked and this is doomsday we're talking about you know since then it's just kind of been a joke with doomsday always showing up but when he first showed up it was a massive deal so we go through... Doomsday is destroying everything. Superman goes after him. They have this Titanic battle. I think they did a a good job in portraying that. I really wish they would have maybe stretched it out a little bit longer. Made the animation film uh, longer than their running time. But still, I think they did a good job. Then we jump to the continuation of the story, I mean, for many of us, you know, at least for me, I was excited to get The Death of Superman, the Reign of Superman, uh, we had to wait for the, the, that film. I really wish DC Animation would have put them out almost back to back, you know, I, I could understand a month or two, but it was a good six months, if not more, between those, and it, that was, it was a rough wait. Um, but it finally came out We saw. I got to watch it again Rain Wilson is Lex Luthor bugging me um, just not pulling it together like I wish uh, they had to rush the introduction of these four different supermen and they did have to change up Cyborg Superman's storyline I really wish they would have kept the original one uh, with him teaming up with Mongol, destroying Central City, um, this you know in the comic book this is where Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, really experiences fear for the first time. This is where Parallax infects him. That's where we get the white stripes on uh, the sides of his head, and he kind of goes nuts and starts killing off the other Lanterns. And then we that's where we kind of get that storyline. I really wish they could have implemented that, but they didn't. Instead, they implemented a storyline where uh, Cyborg Superman was offering for the city inhabitants to become supermen themselves, and they pretty much became autonomous robots that he controlled, and it was all for Darkseid. It was okay. Wasn't as amazing as the original storyline because it didn't set up other events like Hal Jordan suffering fear, being infected by Parallax, going after the Green Lanterns, going after the Guardians, going so far as to killing Sinestro. Granted, you know they retconned that and he was just a a, a projection. It wasn't the real Sinestro because it, he was trapped inside the power battery. But it would have been a great opening to have that story that that storyline come out. You know, and then after that Ganthet, one of the guardians goes and that's where we, you know, he goes and delivers the final ring that's there because Hal's destroyed all of them and gives it to Kyle Rayner. And then we could've had the introduction of Kyle Rayner. So they didn't do that. All right. I wish, but they didn't. The story still ha- held together, still good. They rushed the reintroduction of Superman. Um, again, didn't get a lot on the Eradicator. Got some on Henry Irons being still. We got a little bit of Superboy being a clone and finding out that his dads are Superman and Lex Luthor. All right, the animation of Superman being revived in the black suit didn't seem as cool. You know, in the comics, get yeah, long hair kind of rough looking, you know, he had stubble on that growing. It was solid. You know, he was he had laser pistols. It looked awesome in the comic book. In the animation of the reign of the superman, it looked hokey. I don't know why. It, but Superman in the black suit with the long hair and, you know, the stubble just didn't look as awesome as it did in the comic book. It looked hokey. And I really wish they would have changed that up a little bit. They could have kept the long hair; it was required, and it must need to show up in that black suit. So I'm glad they kept that. Um, but it was just something with the animation shop because you know, they you know—they didn't use the traditional Superman. You know, blue, red, uh, red underwear <laughs> over his blue spandex. Uh, like in the comic book, they used the current Superman model they were using, which is the Superman, uh, from the New 52. Uh, so that was, a, that again, wow. backtracking a little bit, did bug me a little bit. So. They, that was the face they were using. And it didn't look like it fit right, in my opinion. So, again, minor thing... But overall, even though some of the story was rushed, because, you know, they had two hours, it was an animation, honestly, to do it justice, it should have been a series of films, you know, one dedicated to Cyborg Superman, one dedicated to Eradicator, one dedicated to Superboy, one dedicated to Steel, and then one where all those storylines are wrapped together. Um... That is really what should have happened. That's what happened in the comic book series after the death of Superman. We had all these separate uh, comic books running these storylines that eventually culminated into Superman returning with the longer hair and everything. Granted, I understand. I think so. It wasn't in the budget to film all, do all these separate animation films and then wind it up, they did it to two DVD Blu-rays. Overall, I mean, I'm gonna give it a B. It's still solid, but not solid enough. Um, Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor really brings it down. The rush of the storylines brings it down. But overall, it's still a really good, solid episode. All right. It's a really good, solid storyline. We get a good, solid uh, Death of Superman. We get a really good, solid uh, Reign of the Superman. But it is rushed. And you can feel that rush of the storyline. That push. That forced, trying to cram everything together. So because of that, I'm gonna give it a beat. Uh, I just, I can't give it anything higher. I mean, it's, it's, it's a borderline of a B-minus B. But definitely, I'm leaning more towards the B. The voice acting was solid, it was good, with the exception of Ray Wilson. I, I just, and I hate really ragging on this, I do. I love Superman. I, and, and I love the dynamic, the dichotomy between Superman and Lex Luthor. You know, and, yeah, you know, they do kind of team up a little bit, in a way. But, I just cannot get behind Rayan Wilson facing Superman. Or, no, Lex Luthor. It just isn't Lex. It isn't. I mean, if I was given the choice between him and, say, Jesse Eisenberg... Uh, As Lex Luthor, I definitely would pick Rainn Wilson over Jesse Iceberg. I don't think he delivered an even decent portrayal of Lex Luthor uh, in the Batman vs. Superman film. Um, Now, if he's Lex Jr., maybe, but not as Lex Luthor. So, what does this say for you? Uh, Are you a DC Animation fan? If so, you're probably going to like these films, both of them. Uh, If you're a Superman fan, you may enjoy them. They may not be, like, your most favorite of the DC animations, but you'll still enjoy them. If you really were a fan of the Death of Superman uh, storyline in the comics and of the Reign of the Superman uh, run in the comics, you probably, like me, feel kind of disappointed uh, that it was rushed, but you'll still enjoy what they did. If you have no clue and have never read that storyline, you're probably going to really enjoy this. You're probably going to say, hey, Daniel's crazy. This was awesome. I would give this an A. And And that may be the case for you because you haven't had that backstory. You didn't read those comics as they came out. You didn't feel that stunned emotion. Um, when Superman died. I mean, honestly, the closest thing I can compare that feeling to when I flipped through those pages and saw Superman brutally beat up, bloodied, and dead was when, you know, back in, I think, yeah, 85? 86? When, I think it, yeah when the Transformers animated movie came out on the big screen and Optimus Prime died before my eyes. That is like, these are two huge iconic characters that were really important to me in my childhood that were killed, you know? Watching cartoons and reading comics and that, superheroes, your heroes didn't die. Optimus Prime didn't die. He he always got the Autobots out, he always survived. Superman, this invulnerable Kryptonian, uh, I mean, somewhat godlike being, always, you know, no matter who he we went against, even Darkseid, which is a super powered villain from another world, he always was able to somehow scrape by and win. And here he is, he's died. And, and so, like in the movie, Optimus died. It was just stunning and shocking to me. And then, you know, DC's kind of done that over and over. I mean, Hal Jordan. I mean, after it's really the Reign of the Superman that got me interested in the Green Lantern. For those of you that have seen me at conventions and stuff like that, I always wear my right hand a Green Lantern ring. Um, that is kind of become my signature uh, thing. I know a lot of people out there have a Superman, and I do have a Superman ring, uh, which is kind of way become my family rest we joke about like we've done family events and there's always the Superman symbol somehow in there because my last name has an S in it um, but the reality is because of the reign of the Superman storyline and what happened at the very end with Cyborg Superman and Mongo and Hal Jordan just kind of going berserker insane I got into Green Lantern at that point and then started following the Green Lantern storyline. Before then, Green Lantern really wasn't anyone to me. And that's what got me in there. And then, what cemented it even further was the Blackest Night series. And I really, I really would love to see DC do that. But I don't know how they can pull that off without doing it rushed again, like they have here. Um, that stretched out quite a bit uh, with more light and everything else but I, it would be amazing to see it would be fantastic to see that uh, in DC animation and see all the different various uh, lanterns showing up and I'm gonna digress back so again for those of you that didn't read the comics You're gonna love this. I know it. It's gonna be a solid, strong, uh, double set DC animation. For those of you that read the comics, you're gonna enjoy it. There are gonna be some things that you're gonna like, man, I wish they did this, or I wish they did that, or I wish they would have stretched this out a little bit longer. And for those of you that just aren't DC fans, you know, and think that Superman is just way too overpowered and he's just this god maybe this will help you see that he's not really that big of a god. I mean, he did get destroyed. He got thoroughly beat. And this is done in such a great fashion. Unlike what was done in the Batman versus Superman movie. Um, uh, That, that, not to just rag on Superman's sacrifice in that film, it just... Doomsday was horrible. It wasn't the same. Superman's fight with him, eh. It just... I mean, it was cool. But it just wasn't the same as in the comic. It wasn't the same as in these animated films. So... I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this review. I do want to hear your opinion. We definitely want to hear your opinion on this one. Um, Whether you're a Marvel fan or a DC fan, we want to hear your opinion on what you thought about the death of Superman and the reign of the Superman. I certainly want to hear it because I'm a huge DC fan. I'm a huge Superman fan. I think they did a fairly good job. I really do. It's not what I had truly hoped for, but it was a lot better than the previous animation they did of the Death of Superman. Um, that one was definitely really rushed and we, it didn't even include any of Cyborg Superman Steel, and all that. It, oh man, that one was just really, really bad. This one, I really feel like gave it more justice than that one did. Um, so, with that said, let us know your thoughts Let us know your opinions, and we'll catch you next time.